welcome back to the Saucy Sips Podcast with your host, I'm Francesca. And I'm Nicodemus. And I feel like we just did one of these. We're back on track. We're back with the weekly updating. Weekly updating. I love, uh, we're still not in the studio at all. <laughs> no, they did drywall yesterday. They, so. It was a very quick turnaround and I feel very good about that. So thank yeah. God. For those of you who didn't listen to the last episode, we had a massive flood in our studio. Um, so that's why we're still outside in the living room, like peasants out here. Like we don't have our own <laughs> studio. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when we're sitting on this couch, it's like, um, what is it? Drew Barrymore? Where she's like, oh, hi. Have you like, seen, if you guys haven't seen like Drew Barrymore, like on her talk show, she basically like is holding hands. She's like sitting in the lap of her guests, which is funny. My dog yeah, just sat she, in my lap. She's just like <laughs> on the floor and holding hand, like just all up in your girl she's one of those touchy girls like we were talking about last time yeah yeah yeah. that'll like hold your hand while she's talking to you in Ugh. the bathroom and you just met her couldn't think of anything worse yeah definitely wouldn't be me but well guys um cheers we picked up a little bottle of red wine dry january's for losers anyway you know <laughs> <laughs> it was a i mean it's the 19th it's the 19th so, so most of the month yeah I don't, I don't think it was hard, but oof, tastes good, right? No, I honestly, I don't find not drinking hard. No, I like. I just like to drink, so. We all know I like, I prefer it. But then, honestly, I was reading this, like, detox book that I have because I'm trying to get back in shape. And Natalia Rose, she wrote the raw food detox diet. She said that, like, one to two glasses of organic red wine a day was fine. <laughs> I love I, that a detox book told you to start drinking I know. again. And so it, like, planted the seed in my head last night. Like and red then, wine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we, but here's like the real reason. We're going to Vegas this Sunday with our parents for the fancy food show. I'm so excited. He, if you guys don't know what it is, it's basically like the specialty food convention. So like any of those fun snacks, think of like in Whole Foods, like the fun aisles of packaged goods. It's all of those companies and all the new ones coming out. So it's just like every fun little treat that yeah. you've ever wanted to try is there. And then all like the owners and the whatever. But the reason we're going is because my parents' company, The Shot Caller, which you guys know, the world's only patented Jell-O shot maker, um, we partner with a company called Gel Shots, which is an alcohol-flavored gelatin. So pina colada, gelatin, Mai Tai. So the fancy food show is like very much so their thing. And then we sort of partnered with them. They got us some passes. So we were like, yeah, we'll go to Vegas. I love going to Vegas. I love it. It's so you. Vegas is me. Why do you think it's me? Uh, you were just a woohoo girl. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, it is so like. Yeah. <laughs> you love a woohoo. You yeah. love to take it further. You love to just go. You like the flashlight nights. Not that you're. So I feel like my why I wouldn't like Vegas is it's so like kind of like not like chains, but it's just commercial. I guess like I'd rather like a ma and pop place, not like the big whatever. But I don't know. It's kind of yeah. like all the best restaurants who decide to come have a Vegas residency restaurant. Yeah. It's just good. It is good. And it's kind of the, the same reason why I like New Year's Eve. It's sort of it's the flashing lights. It's a little superficial, but that's OK because it's a party. And like, that's what you're there for. You don't want to spend two weeks doing the Vegas thing. But when you yeah. go for a weekend mm -hmm. or a week, it's like a week's pushing it. It's fun. Yeah. And what's not to love about fun? I, like the the really. Eiffel Tower there uh, at Paris. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I know it's to me and a lot of people. Uh, I actually read like a paper about this in college where like 
a lot of people feel that seeing the Eiffel Tower in Vegas almost satisfies their want to go to Paris. You know what's funny about that? What? I interrupted you. Go ahead. It's okay. No, so my I used to date a guy in France who had never left France, only spoke French. He'd never left France? I think like around, maybe like, actually, I don't know. Wow. He was pretty much like, he was a French cruise ship <sighs> captain, but he only did like the rivers in France. I don't know. Definitely doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> he won't care what he I'm saying. Speak English. <laughs> yeah. He's married. He has two kids. He lives in the north of France. But I asked him if he could go anywhere in America. Like, what? what has he always wanted to do? And his thing was Vegas. To see the Eiffel Tower? No. Oh, but okay. I'm just, because you said Eiffel Tower, so I'm thinking French. Oh, okay. And it reminded me that, like, he's just seen it in so many movies. And it's so quintessentially, like, American. Completely. And it's Completely. excess commercialism materialism yeah yeah yeah. and the yeah the flashiness of it and he was like oh one-way ticket i just want to go to bizarre to to las vegas that's weird um but i (laughs) I guess i get it like i mean you know he didn't say new york he was like just want to go to vegas Hmm. but there's so many movies in vegas like you watch oceans 11 yeah yeah, and stuff or any of them and you're like wow yeah and like i think there's a lot of stuff about Vegas too that, like you said, is like quintessentially American. Um, that I think that there is kind of like a history behind it. So sure, it's superficial, but at the same time, it is in the Hollywood movies. So like, it's kind of culturally American, which is fine, you know. So I feel like it gets a lot of hate from people that think it's like I. I think the hate for Las Vegas is almost like weirdly put or just like missing context. Yeah. As if like when did Vegas say that it was like a historic city, you know, or like that it's like deep rich culture. It's not. It's just Vegas. Vegas has always been what it says it is. So people I feel like if you compare Vegas to New York City, like sure, it is lacking in like old architecture. Its architecture is different. You're just so, going like, there for excess. It's like, that's what I mean. What so you think it is is what you get. Literally. So I feel like if you like think about it and kind of put all these other expectations or re prerequisites for a city onto it it doesn't make sense but if you look at it as just vegas being vegas woohoo i love it you know i just like it has good food it has good shows and there's always conventions going on there and so i feel like it's like everyone's maybe because i've mostly only been for convention conventions but it's like sometimes like whatever convention whatever industry you are i don't care if you're the fucking pork industry if your conventions in vegas that's like your time away from your kids, the time yeah. you're going hard. Yeah. Like everyone's just there for like their mm-hmm. Super Bowl of mm-hmm. like partying. Completely, yeah. Um, we went to the food or the bar and restaurant convention. What's the it called? The bar and nightclub show. Bar and nightclub show. Um, it was also happening at the same time that the World Tea Expo was happening. Yeah. Like like the hot beverage tea. Um, so that was cool, I guess. I mean, it was kind of boring, actually, but like at least I popped in. Well, the bar and nightclub show was cool. But... No, the bar and nightclub show was awesome. But like like you said, like tea, tea has a convention. Yeah, it's in Vegas. I don't know. People just want to go to Vegas. But why not? Uh, Well, we didn't even know we were going. We were actually supposed to be in Aspen for Gay Ski Week oh, this week. Rest in peace. I know. Nick was so sad we had to miss it. But our ride, <sighs> because we all know that Regina is dead RIP. I'm trying to sell her for parts. I've been on Facebook Marketplace all day. Um, but Nick's little car isn't like trustworthy in the snow. Yeah. It can't really drive in the snow. So I'm not going to take it like deep in the canyons mountains. So yeah. So our ride was our cousin and she wasn't going to 
leave until Sunday. So yeah. we were like, well, shit, like we can't like have a flight that we have to make on Sunday four hours away in Aspen. Like 70 shuts down constantly. So that my car might not even make on a good day. So it's <laughs> like, OK, well, I don't know. Um, so we're not going to gay ski week. But next year. <laughs> no, next year we're going. I, no, next year I will be the gay skier. Like that's it's my fucking. <laughs> I town. will be the gay at yeah, the ski uh-huh. week. But um, our parents honestly, we didn't even know we were going to this. They like because we work for them, and so they booked us flights, and we thought it was like okay, work trip. Like we all just had the big holidays. We kind of thought mom dad were like being a little conservative and like their spending and what we were doing. Next thing we know, we have flights booked. We're staying at Paris. And mom's like, what restaurant do you want to go to for your birthday dinner? Because my birthday is coming up. Um, so I guess that's why we were like, we can't like do dry January in Vegas. Yeah. So that's naturally. <laughs> that's how that whole yeah. loop got there. Um, so if you guys are listening to this, this will come out before we go to Vegas. Um, please let us know any Vegas recommendations you have, like as far as restaurants you want to go to. I really want to go. There's a few that I'm looking at. Um, I don't know if I want to go fancy, like too, too fancy. But everything there costs money. So like, uh, yeah. you might as well go to a nice one because you do a little bit more and you get, and you can get this whole thing. But mm-hmm. I want something unique. I want something kind of weird. Actually, if anyone's looking for good ones, two that we went to last time that are a little bit off the strip. So they're not that commercial. The first one is Marrakesh, which yeah. is it's like belly dancers and you're sitting on cushions and there's just it's like a 10 course meal and it's not that expensive, but it's, it's not. Yeah. It's such an experience. And then the other one, there's this Italian one. I don't know if it's like El Chapo, but basically it's, the name of you it. have to like knock on the door and then there's like a mean kind of mobster who, who opens the slit and like lets you in, but it's like super dark, which all good Italian restaurants, you know, you can hardly see your food. It was a little too dark for my taste, but, but I, you I still, can't eat in the dark. I, you have to have a light well, on to eat. It's weird. No, no, no. I just like to look when I eat. I like to eat with my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a thing. But Yeah. It it's very dark and they have like a like a cabaret singer and it just feels very old school. It literally uh-huh. feels like you're like nineteen forties mobster yeah. New York. That was so good too. Uh-huh. I'm sure you could Google like Italian speakeasy restaurant Vegas. and they they even do uh homemade gluten free noodles like made fresh yeah. daily. Yeah. Also, um, it is off the strip, but that's kind of what I also want to say about Vegas is like, please get off the strip. The strip is cool, but there's a lot more to Vegas than just that. There's downtown and there's other areas. There's just like, it is a big city, you know, like on the strip, there's just like a lot of chains, you know, like Red Robins. You're thinking like Gordon Ramsay's? Well, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, you don't have to do all that, but. Well, uh, mom wanted to go to Lavo, which is Tau Group. Honestly, anything Tau Group does. So Tau one of the biggest nightclubs in the world and they own Lavo and beauty and Essex. Yeah. And those are some of my favorites in New York. So I'm like, I know it has the glitz and glam and I know it, it's going to have the level of food I want. Yeah. But are you saying we should like go discover? I, no, 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 no. I, honestly, I think Lavo is like the first choice for me right now, but I just don't know if I'm, I kind of want something a little bit more unique. Okay. You know, I will but- say the Lavo guys, I mean, I feel like everyone knows, but maybe not. Like, Lavo's just, like, their brunch parties are the best parties. Mm. It's, like, sit-down, fancy, white tablecloth brunch, and then it turns into, like, a chaos, nightclub, smooth the tables, mm-hmm. stand on your chairs, like, and that was my first, I was 22 years old when I first moved to New York, but before I moved there, my friend Sasha, who was, like, a nightclub promoter in Europe, 
He flew me up to New York and took me to every single big nightclub and introduced me to all the owners. Jealous. No. So when I moved to New York, it's like I just had the best friends to have are the ones that get you into every club. So I knew all the owners of every club. I was 22. All my friends are models. So that's another thing. Of course, they want you at their club. Didn't he tell you that you went out with models one time and he was like, eat before you go? So it was Lavo. It was at Lavo? So he took me to breakfast before we went to brunch and i go well sasha we're going to brunch and he goes oh no no no, babe everyone's models and no one touches the food so you don't want to be that girl that like eats. he's like you're gonna be he's like it's all little finger foods and he was like don't he's like i just know you (laughs) and you're telling no he's not gonna take me to a drinking brunch at noon and i'm gonna have no food yeah before that or until 6 p.m right so he was like no no we're gonna get you breakfast and then we'll go to the club that's like a a good man there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm Italian. It's, you, you're not just going to feed me for seven right. hours. I will get hangry. I'll freak out. And then I hate yeah, he doesn't that want me to embarrass him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to eat that <laughs> in front of all the models? That would be so bad. Uh, you know that would be me. I know it would be, yeah. And I feel like men can do that. It's still like a little weird. But like women like uh, eh, with a, with models, it's bad. Yeah. He you was know? like, maybe I'll get you food first. Not that I agree with that. But like I'm just saying like, you know, when in Rome. That, but we're that not eating my, brunch. That was my first introduction to like a Tao restaurant. Is mm-hmm. it was like he was like, "Hey, we're going to brunch," and I still yeah, he was yeah. like, "Oh, it's a party brunch, and no one eats." And I was like, "Cute," but then when it like they brought out, it was like their summer. They kind of so it was in the middle of the summer, and they like brought out lifeguard stands, and all their like bottle girls were in the Baywatch yeah. uniforms, and it was like they had like smoke fog machines and the CO two machines, and like it was. Literally noon on a Sunday, and I, I was that. like, "It was I think the that's so first cool. day before I moved to New York, and I was like, oh no, Welcome what am I New getting York. myself into?'" Yeah, I was in high school when you first moved to New York, and or like maybe just going into college, and I felt like you were always doing something that was very foreign to me. Like one time, I called you, and you were like on a yacht in the like at some yacht party in the harbor, the New York Bay. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was like, um, oh, Francesca's partying on a yacht. I didn't. So I had some friends from studying abroad from Europe, and they were in New York that weekend. So they knew about this. It was called Secret Sundays, like S U N D A Z E. And it would see. This was, I don't know what, like twelve years ago. So like now, I know people have done this. You're like, oh, that's been done. But like twelve years ago, it was so cool. You would get a text to a random location and you didn't know what it was so it would be these like underground dj sets but they would be like these big djs from europe yeah so these guys knew those guys and we got a text and then we showed up and it was at a harbor and it put us on a yacht and it was like the sunset on sunday and these like it, it it's just like bars and everyone's like like the good house like you know like mm-hmm. european house like music that you don't get and i'm just like dancing yeah on top of a yacht and i was Mm. like i was like god i love new york yeah that sounds really cool and i want to have that experience one day so you know i still want us to live in new york at some point Uh, i've always wanted to live in new york for a little bit i mean it'll definitely happen or at least spend a good stint there um but i also feel like you said like underground house music maybe not underground but or european but america's taste in house music and good dj sets was a little not as developed as Europe's 10 yeah. years ago. Oh, I'm sure you could yeah. have found places mm-hmm. in Brooklyn and this and that. Yeah. Like, but New York, LA, maybe like some of those places you could find it. But it, 
right. like Denver was it big here 10 years ago? I don't know. I, and then I was living in Missouri and New Mexico, which <laughs> didn't, I mean, I don't even know what I was listening to in New Mexico. In Missouri, it was like pretty much all bluegrass music. So I think, yeah, uh, Denver definitely has a shit. And I feel like most places do now, but yeah, 10 years ago. And then when I was, I think it was like 2018. Yeah. Which is only like, what, six years ago. I felt like the house music that I was hearing out there and all the techno music was just so much cooler and better than anything I had ever heard in America. So, but now we're, now we're there. And uh, we, everyone's we a fucking DJ. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's a DJ. Everyone's a goddamn DJ. I still think it's cool though. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not we became have... a DJ? If we became DJ, I am. I've watched a few YouTube videos. <laughs> Watches three YouTube yeah, videos. I'm a DJ like, now, guys. guys. Budding DJ career. Oh, speaking of, mm. you told me the Coachella lineup. Do you have your phone on you? Because I haven't even seen it. Yeah. Okay. You just told me we needed to talk about it. He had it written down in the notes, and I was like, uh, Coachella. Let's. Speaking of music, I guess. Um. You guys, like, maybe we're out of practice. Like, you do a little dry January. Or maybe, I mean, I was sober for most of last year. We broke our own rule again. Again, guys. Saucy Sips tip number 75. Never forget it. You never buy one bottle of wine. Buy three. No, it's you buy two. (laughs) Two. You buy two. We don't need to. (laughs) That'd be a bottle and a half each. I know. Which, like, I'm not, but, like, on a chill. Well, it is Friday. Actually, can I tell you a story about that? Yeah. Um, I had a math teacher in high school who was sick as hell, okay? Well, like chronically ill? No, no. Oh, like cool. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, she was awesome. Anyway, <laughs> and she was the type of teacher that like, not only was she was an amazing teacher and I learned a lot from her because I felt like she like talked to us mm-hmm. about just the things that she would do. Anyway, she told me, and she was always getting a little cheeky with me, you know, and like, because it was an AP class and blah, blah, blah. She once told me that, and I told her that I drank wine, you know, and, I, and she would always kind of roll her eyes at me whenever I'd mention alcohol because you don't talk about alcohol to someone who's under 21, you know? Yeah. Uh, especially in like a school she, setting, a, a public school with setting. a minor. Yeah, totally. So um, she was like, she was like, oh man, like my kids have been gone, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh yeah. And then she was like, last night I had four bottles of wine. And she was a, probably six foot woman that was pretty heavy and um she told me four bottles of wine and i go what the heck you know and she was like i don't know i don't even know how i'm alive right now and i was like that's really crazy but of course like whatever and so i thought that was funny and so my friend sarah she sits down and we start talking and i was like oh my god mrs so-and-so told me she just had four bottles of wine but i'm cool and i know i shouldn't have told sarah that but like i'm not going to talk about sarah not being cool um, she just goes, oh my God, teacher, Nick just told me you had four bottles of wine in front of the class. Oh. And then she had to be like, no, no, I, I would never say that. Like she was totally backpedaling. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, I, no, I was like, Sarah, four bottles of wine, you would be dead. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, Sarah, four bottles of wine. Like people drink like you maybe one. You had to gaslight her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah. I would never say well, that. Because she could lose her job well, like 100%. talking to a student of being about like, I'm so hungover right now. Like. <laughs> Yeah, literally. And I was just kind of like, lose your I job, think four but bottles of wine like, is insane. But that's insane. Yeah, yeah. And also, I, Home Alone, you might have a problem. <laughs> you know, you I, she problems. might have a problem. But I was just kind of like, it was, I was like, you're really going to, I told you something in confidence that she told me in confidence. <laughs> you're going to tell her that I told you that? Fucking yeah. rude. Anyway. um, That actually, I know it's off topic, but people who swear that they're going to keep something a secret, like if you yeah. tell me 
I won't tell anyone. And then you tell them and then they say mm-hmm. it. And now you look like the person not yeah. keeping something in the circle of trust, but you thought mm-hmm. you trusted that person. Yeah. So not my people. And I was always the kid that wanted to be more of the more of an adult that I was. So like I always thought I was cool. Like, Oh, you guys can tell me these things. I won't tell anyone. Yeah. So for the, fact that she did that to me made me look dumb anyway yeah. so coachella i have never been to coachella let's just say that francesca have you no yeah okay surprisingly um the lineups are uh headliners are lana del rey Ugh. uh the best i have seen lana del rey before in chicago sold out stadium soldiers field awesome i've never seen her mm, she's really good however like i think it would be amazing to see her in like a smaller venue. Oh yeah, but that's never going to happen. I, I it was still a great show, but sometimes she did sit down on a chair and like have a smoke break with a sold out stadium. It, <laughs> I've never seen that happen before. Okay, two Tyler the Creator. I've never seen him, but I'm sure it's I an amazing. Name show. something he does. I know I know his songs, yeah, but did. like yeah, off the top of my head, mm-hmm. I like he's not someone I like pull up on my Spotify. And he's kind of wild, like and he's irreverent, like he does things, you know. Okay. And it's jazzy, but it's also like I, I don't know. He does a lot. Um, Doja Cat, obviously that's obviously. amazing. Do you remember when she was? It was a couple of years ago at Coachella. She wasn't headlining. But she was like, she made that rap for Taco Bell about the Mexican yes. pizza. And she was like, I made the Mexican pizza come back. And she did the rap on stage. I, I do remember that. But I don't know if the the fam knows this, that Doja Cat is the only woman you like that makes you think you might not be gay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Doja Cat is the only woman I'm attracted to. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I don't know. Like that's Doja just Cat is so hot to me. Always has been. Because otherwise, like women, do you are like that chair? Yeah. You're just like, or it's like the mountains. <laughs> Pretty. <laughs> the mountains. The mountains. It's lovely, like plants, like cute. Okay, what a gorgeous yeah. sunset. But like you, you aren't. I'm not gonna stick my dick in the sunset. <laughs> you know. Uh no. But Doja Cat has always done something to me, and I I just don't know what that is. Okay. Actually, most of the women that have even slightly done something to me are black. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Like yeah. only black women are the ones that make you be like, hmm. uh, yeah. Sometimes a few Indian girls. Okay. But like, it's that yeah. black girl magic. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, black girl magic. But that's it. <laughs> but anyway, and it says at the end of the poster and like special guest, sort of, no doubt. But Francesca, fuck. Okay, so I, a lot of people have been commenting, like, what does no doubt mean? Because, like, if you look at the... Um, do we talk about this on their pod, what your friend said, or do we I don't know, but we're going to fucking say it again. We're going to say it again. Wait, hold up, hold up. But, like, no doubt. So the way that the camera, or on the poster, it just says, like, you have the three headliners, and at the bottom, it says, and dot, 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 no doubt, which is obviously the band. But a lot of people don't know no doubt, because they know... And they might not even know Gwen Stefani. So so Nick had like his little ex-boyfriend. What did he say to you? Okay. So <laughs> my ex-boyfriend at the time was 25 and I was 27. And But you I, somehow, Nick's like a younger, I'm like a middle millennial. I'm You're like pretty a, much the end of, of millennial. millennial for sure. I was born in 1995. Now, I think most people that were born in 1995 know who No Doubt is and know who Gwen Stefani is. It's not like, they're an older band, like at all. 
Um, but you're kind of on that cusp of Gen Z, and he for sure he was a Gen Z. He because, was so Gen Z because it was like he was born pretty much like three years after me, or less than three, but more than two. But I think like literally in that small amount of time, there is a shift that happened between like millennial and Gen Z. And yeah. he would say things to me that I'm, I was just like, what the fuck did you just say? And I, I'm not trying to like look down on him and be like, kids don't know these days. But it was just like, it was really confronting because he goes, I was, we were listening to a No Doubt song and he goes, did you know, like very seriously, looks at me and goes, did you know that Gwen Stefani is the lead singer of No Doubt? What do you say to someone when they say that? You're like, you? that's the whole point of Gwen no, Stefani. No, that's literally the context of Gwen Stefani is No Doubt completely inseparable i don't even know a world view where they would be separate <laughs> yeah that's the entire point that two years made that big of a difference yeah but we and also he had put that together he thought, thought he did he figured something. it out and i and again i'm not trying to like talk down about no him. no I, it's I, I just, it like, it's just like it's a wow. culture it's a generational thing that i was like well think people might know gwen stefani like from the voice yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was yeah, she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Gwen Stefani hasn't really been doing anything since The Voice, you know? Yeah. Or just on The Voice. Well, but think about it. You get to show up for a few shoot days, yeah. and you probably get as big a payday mm-hmm. as being on the road and touring. Completely. Like, that's Completely. why I get it when celebrities do that. Like, they have kids, yeah. and they're married, and it's like, oh, I can make just as much money, like, showing up, like, 10 days yeah. in four months to shoot a show. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like, to me, Paula Abdul was just the girl from American Idol. Oh, right? I mean, if that's that, what it is, that's such a good comparison. So, I mean, I don't know really much about. Uh, no, but Paula she Abdul was the idol in her day for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's only, <clears throat> it's only been until I've gotten really into like 80s pop music that I've even scratched the surface of Paula Abdul's musical career. But I've always known who she is. But we know? also had a mom who loved No Doubt so much that, like, our childhood growing up in the car was no doubt and shaggy. Yeah. And yeah. saliva. Our parents uh-huh. are like into like rock. So like yeah. to think like no doubt like was my childhood. And he's just like, Did For you sure. know? I'm like <laughs> Okay, so it's, no doubt. No, no, it, <laughs> well, like, did you know that Justin Timberlake was an NSYNC? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sure okay, some yeah. people would be like, wait, what? Like uh-huh. they might have not mm-hmm. known NSYNC yeah. that well. That's a really good comparison because because he's so yeah, his own he's person so now. So much bigger than like that's NSYNC. from the '90s. Nobody yeah. even talks about NSYNC anymore. But yeah. Justin Timberlake's still mm-hmm. prevalent. Yeah. Okay. It, who else do I need to see? Okay. Um. Okay. So Blur is uh, playing. I don't know that. Yeah, you do. Uh, lead singer Gorillas. Um, girls who like boys who like girls who oh. like boys or. And I like it go woohoo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Blur's great, by the way. Ice Spice, Sublime, Dom oh. Dalla, Jungle, Grimes, John Baptiste. I don't know if that's how you pronounce is it. Is Elon watching the kids while Grimes is? I, I'm, I don't. They're separated. No, I know. But, but they, I'm sure they co-parent. I'm sure yeah, they're yeah, raised I, a lot I, by I thought nannies. that they lived together still, but. Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Deftones, sick. Um, <clears throat> Peggy Go. There's so many people in here. Is this the year we go to Coachella? No. I'm not going to go. Are you going to Coachella? When is it? So the 12th, 13th, 14th, and then the 19th, 20th, and 21st. Of? April. Okay. Well, you guys, did you know that some people just pretend to go to Coachella? We just learned that. Yeah, that people (laughs) go to Coachella, the city, 
and go to parties around there, but don't actually go to the festival, but they just take photos to pretend that they went. They act like they're there, but they don't have wristbands. They're just like in Palm Springs, like yeah. at an Airbnb, like pretending, like taking the pre-festival photos, but like not actually going to the festival. To be honest, That's it sounds like something we would do. I don't <laughs> Except so. that we're into music. Like we'd actually go, but I'm just saying like, but- sometimes I like the around the event parties than I do the actual event. Coachella seems like a place that you go just to say that you went. And I've I've met people that are super cool that have gone to Coachella and they're like, yeah, it was pretty cool. But like, that's just not a type of festival that I would go to. No, we've been to Austin City Limits. I feel like it's got to be similar. It's big crowds and it's some people just party at their Airbnbs and we had a 20 person Airbnb. But like. I. Sorry, I lost my thought. No, no, no. I think Austin City Limits, like a a festival that you don't camp at. In a big city, yeah. You know, a lot of people go, but there's still like this like weird influencer culture of just like see and be seen, not actually enjoy the experience there. I think it's Coachella. Coachella. And I didn't find that at Outside Lands in San Francisco. So that's downtown San Francisco. Mm. It is. It's going to be like 20,000. I don't know how big the crowds are, but you're like, unless you camp out, you're far back seeing someone. But it's still fun to run around all 100%. day. I mean, I, w- I would literally go to like the Cannabis Cup and have fun, you know? <laughs> Even it's, though we but, don't smoke. I know. But I would just like, there's a lot of festivals I really want to go to. Like Envision Festival in Costa Rica. That's what we're trying to manifest right now. I want to go to that. Um, I want to go to Bonnaroo. That's sick. That's go heady, Bo- right? Yeah. But it's huge, though. Is I mean, it camping? Yeah. Oof. Um, I want to go to Boomtown again in Winchester, England. Super sick, you know? I don't know. Like, I just feel like Coachella is not really my... That makes sense. Because it's also not even, like, a real festival. Like, I feel like it doesn't have that, like, music festy culture. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I guess we have to go to find out. I think we have to go to find out. Yeah. And then we can talk about it. Okay, so Lana Del Rey headlining. Yeah. You were recently asking me if I follow Lana Del Rey's boyfriend on Instagram. Do you guys follow Lana Del Rey's boyfriend? Jack no, they Donahue? Don't. Maybe some people do. D- Jack, uh, I forget his exact name. You know, he's going fishing today. <laughs> yeah, I don't know 100% everything about him, but he's like, um, I don't know, but he's got this like really hot look to him. And he, like almost like, like hot white trash. Yeah. He looks like he'd commit a hate crime, but like <laughs> is ridiculously hot. And then dating Lana Del Rey. <laughs> but Lana, you know, all her friends are normies. Yeah. She's not really a celebrity. In that way. You know? Yeah, she doesn't do all that stuff. And uh different. Do you guys know that she worked at a Waffle House for yeah, how she, long? I don't know. I don't know the whole story behind the Waffle House. But for like a period of time, like mm-hmm. months on months, she worked at a Waffle House, like as a regular employee. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess the story broke because someone was went to a Waffle House randomly. Yeah, the summer of 2023, she was in Florence, Alabama, working at a Waffle House. <laughs> And I don't know the story. She was, um, and so like a fan just saw her working as a waitress at Waffle House and they were like, wait, what the fuck? And they took a photo and she posted it and it went viral. And she was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but like, I think it's so funny because she really commits to like an aesthetic that it's just normal like this girl. normal, like, yeah. but do you guys know like Lana Del Rey's family is rich. Her name was Lizzie Grant. She tried to become like a singer songwriter as Lizzie Grant and it like didn't take off. And then she like did this persona, Lana Del Rey and she like, it is who she is. Yeah. It's a character, but like she committed. She brings this like American nostalgia 
to her yeah. her vibe. Um, but I think she kind of lives it, but then also doesn't live it. I don't know. Wh- I need to read more about like why she was working at fucking Waffle House. But I think it's so funny. Um, I have a friend though who lives with a guy in L.A. who works at like a a really big music recording studio in L.A. So he sees all like the like really massive artists come through. And I said something about Lana Del Rey. And then she told me that apparently whenever Lana Del Rey comes to that studio, that she's always with some like fucking gross ass like boy that she's with. And I was like, I know who it is. It's her boyfriend. And he's like this white trash wife beater, you know, handlebar mustache dude that comes in. And I'm just like, that is so sick to me. Sick isn't good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick isn't good, yeah. I just think it's so fun. All right, guys. Something else that we have been toying around with is, you know how Spotify does like a Spotify wrapped? We were thinking of like a 2023 like enemies wrapped. And we just like wanted to update you guys on where the enemies are, what they're doing, what what's the newest that we've heard. I think most of our new listeners know us from like the crazy stalker who has like tried to assault us in a restaurant. Yeah. The we root even, stalker. Yeah. The root stalker. Um, and that's because it was in a restaurant called Rootstock. Nicest restaurant in Breck. No hate to them. They were wonderful and protected They're the us. best restaurant in Breckenridge. Yeah. They're amazing. You should go there. And I, I feel bad that like that. We just happened. didn't want to make negative press for them. So we never mentioned what restaurant yeah, before, yeah. but like, all the documents that I have saved to like my lawyers, I have it saved under root stalker. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they're, you know, um, cause root stock and the stalker. But the latest update we got from a few friends is that she has since left the country. <laughs> I, she has left the country, everyone. So we don't have to worry about her anymore. Yeah. I feel pretty safe. I feel good. Cause there was like a while where I was like scared in Denver. Like she's going to be out for blood. For like when people are like cokeheads and people are just like crazy, like yeah. you can't, you can't predict crazy. So we were just like, like it was like, don't walk your dog by yourself, don't go anywhere alone. Like she might find lock you, like the we, doors, yeah, like yeah. don't like post where you are. No more food photos. We were just really scared for like a while. Um, especially we never talked about it after the police report came out. Yeah, and so basically, like after that whole night. The police report from the Breckenridge police was like, she was telling them she was still going to find us. She was telling them she still wanted to get us. She said to she take was her. going to fuck us up. Fuck, fuck us up. you up. Yeah. Fuck her up. Not us. Because <laughs> it usually is directed towards Only me. Only directed at Francesca. For some reason. But she was going to fuck <laughs> her up to take her to jail. She'll take the assault charges. Um, and when the cops like explained to her that like, I've never once contacted her that I just talked about someone bullying me on the podcast. Like they knew the whole story. They were like, this is, she is not, um, that you can't get a cease and desist against her because she has never contacted you or mentioned your name. Nothing. Nothing. Ever. So what was so funny when they were like, okay, like, cause then she started saying, cause they were explaining to her that her following us from my Instagram and trying to assault us and fuck us, fuck me up is stalking and that she could get charged for that. She was like, well, I want to charge her with stalking. And they like try to explain to her 
that that's not like possible. And they said, why do you think she's stalking you? And she said, because she's in my town. Embarrassing. Oh, the town that I lived in for three years, the town that all my friends live in. Also, you can't own a town. I, just so if anyone says this is my town, just immediately write them off. Red flag. <laughs> there, that's out of control. So because I was in Breckenridge, which is her town, I was stalking her by coming in and eating dinner and never contacting her once in my entire life. Um. So basically, though, she got fired and she left the country. Bye. Which, good for America, honestly, at this point. I think it's still U.S. territory. It is. She went to the U.S. Virgin Islands. But so she's still... I know, but like, but not you know in the mainland. you know what's funny? Is if you're going to say my town, I know so many people in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Yeah. They've been alerted. Don't worry. It's a very small town. But um, all the yachties from when I used to be a yacht chef, they all... Like most of my friends who I worked with over in the Mediterranean, like they live there. And I was like, just let you know, there's a new girl on the block. Watch out. Here's a cute little video of her. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that update. Not that exciting. But I, I mean, I'm glad she's gone. I'm glad I don't have to worry. I agree. Um, can All I right. talk about another enemy? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Zaz's not my enemy. I like Zaza. No, but like Zaz weaponized incompetence weaponized incompetence is your enemy i can love you but i can say that you do something that annoys me za does this thing where she pretends that she can't jump up onto the couch so she will whine and beg for someone to come help her to get her up for 30 minutes yeah She'll whine for help mm-hmm. but the help you guys you're not even lifting her up she knows how to do it she just wants like, imagine if this is her, okay? Uh-huh. Just come up. And then she jumps. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you just put your arm near her. her, and then she has it. She's yeah. got it. She's got the jump. And you're like, what? You couldn't. I, I didn't touch you. I didn't help you. And then, like, you help her up, and then she'll jump down. <laughs> and then in three minutes, she's doing it again. I, I want to tell you, it wants me, it makes me want to throw myself off a building because <laughs> it, I just find it, like, literally annoying, which. You know, Za. So, hold up. I'll get it. Are you getting the stairs? This is our greatest purchase of 2024 so far. Dog stairs from Amazon. Got them in dusty pink. We're showing if you're if you're listening. I'm sorry. They're basically like foam dog stairs, um, which we had to teach her to go up. Oh, and then she pretends she doesn't know how to use the stairs. But it's crazy because... We'll return home, and Zao will be on the couch. Oh, yeah, like before the stairs even. She'll just be on the couch. And it's like, so you can get up there when we're not here. You think we don't see that, <laughs> Zao? And I know you are you don't know that we can like deduce the fact that like you got up on the couch without help. So we know that you can. Also, we've taken her like rock climbing. This dog is athletic. She's she just doing this thing like, She can jump twice oh, the height of this couch. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. She's like pretending... <laughs> That she is just unable to do something for attention. And I've never seen a dog do that before. So we got the dusty pink stairs. <clears throat> They're honestly great. They look great. It, she's getting better at using them. <laughs> yeah. But you I was having no her more. There. She'll whine on one side of the big brown couch, the BBC. And she'll just be whining, yeah. crying. And you're like, Zah, use the fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. And you'll 
have to lead her up. To I feel like a lot of dogs do weird things like that. I I don't I haven't really seen it though, but oh. She's down. She's down. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, linked but, in our Amazon storefront. I'm just kidding. We haven't even set that up. It's set up. There's nothing in it. I don't know how to use it. Oh, it, that's it, a me thing. I, I, yeah. No it, commission. I'm just saying, if you got a dog, <laughs> the stairs are fucking great. They're $35. Also, it's like bad for dogs to jump that much. Well, for dachshunds. She's for, part oh, dachshund. Okay, okay, it's okay, bad yeah. for like long little bodies for yeah. their backs. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, we go to Vegas in two days. I think we're gonna have a lot of updates for you. I know Vegas with our parents is just like another level. Yeah, which is I don't. Why are they so much crazier than us? I I don't know, but we will see. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thanks for hanging out, and we will see you next week. Cheers, ma'am. Bye.